This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Huracan 2017. Crush your enemies, drive them before you, and hear the lamentations of their women. Delve into the many aspects of the Dark Ages at Huracan 2017 from September 28th through October 1st and experience the best historical miniature gaming convention in Florida. Hosted by the Historical Miniatures Gaming Society South Chapter, Huracan offers both the novice and the veteran hobby gamer a fantastic weekend of tabletop excitement and camaraderie. There will be over 100 different game events across nine scheduled sessions, and these activities will include war games, role-playing games, and board games across a wide range of time periods, genres, and rule systems. In addition to the games, there will be merchant vendors selling game product and fast and furious flea market loaded with hidden treasures and fantastic deals. And there will also be some of the most talented and friendly gamers with whom you ever could hope to share a game table. Huracan 2017 will be held at the Park Inn by Radisson Resort and Conference Center in Kissimmee, Florida, just off of U.S. Highway 192. Special convention rate hotel rooms are $82 per night, plus tax, with no additional resort fees. Convention pre-registration admission price is $25 for HMGS South members or $40 for non-members. For more information, visit hmgs-south.com and follow the links to Huracan 2017. The Dark Ages don't miss out. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing they are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce Hello, Antoinette. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's Deuce on the loose. You know the tag team champs. Man, we get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course, I have my partner in crime. Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey, man. We're the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We're a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. Yep. And 
we want to thank everyone that's been listening. We're over 300 episodes strong. Yes. Uh, follow us iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. We're working on the iHeart. We're working on the Spotify. We're, we've, we've Tell them what to search when they put in iTunes. Yes. Yeah, so the Google Play. Yeah. So goofy. Google. Yeah. So for iTunes, uh, Happy Hour Podcast. Just put it together. I'm working on getting it where the hashtag will work as well. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just Happy Hour Podcast on the iTunes. And uh, ironically, the only one that's that name, which is really shocking because yeah. there's a lot of happy hour people out there in the world. So Happy Hour Podcast or Happy Hour Podcast Show? Happy Hour Podcast. Happy Hour Podcast. That's it, yeah. Okay. So just go on there and uh, give us a review. Yeah. If you love us, you didn't like us, you want, we read everything. We read every tweet. We read every message. We read every Facebook message. Go on there and give us a review. Give us a like. Give us a, hey, tell us we suck. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Uh, anyways, we love to hear back from you. We love to hear back. We wouldn't be doing this show without the audience because the audience, you guys... You know, been really loyal uh, listeners uh, for the past three years, and uh, that's almost a hundred episodes a year. Dude, yeah, think about yeah, that for a second. Nuts. That's kind of crazy. It is. That's a lot. It is. Uh, anyways, thank you so much, and uh, we love having friends with us on the happy hour. We got Donnie. the good brother with us tonight. We do. We have the good brother here. Uh, we have at Gort. Can we say your Twitter? At Gordo Gringo. At Gordo Gringo on, on the Twitter, Twitter machine. machine. Yes. I believe I went by Brother Corey last Brother time. Corey. Brother Corey. Yeah. There you go, Brother Corey. Well, I've been I've been <laughs> really getting into the Luke Gallows and uh, what the the Carl, Carl, Carl Anderson. Yeah, the Good Brother thing. He's like, <laughs> I oh, love you got to have a good brother. And I'm like, <laughs> I like like I I use that on I Jason think, a lot during the hurricane, calling him my good brother. I think the funny thing about them is they they kind of got lost in the shuffle yeah. when they came over. Like they were like very they were big at first with AJ, but once AJ split from them. They kind of were just like floating, you know. Yeah. They didn't have, now I feel like they're, they're just kinda, crazy. I think now they're just kind of like let's just make fun, let's have fun. Let's just have fun. We're they are, fat they're already wor- they're already yeah. world renowned. I mean, yeah. they they've already accomplished so much already in their career. Were they so both it, in the aces and eights thing, or the well, it was aces and eights and TNA, right? Right. I think that was just Carl Anderson, or no, uh, Luke Gallows, Luke Gallows was, was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Luke Gallows was in it, but Luke Gallows He's was in WWE with CM Punk during the uh, straight at, yeah the well the straight oh, edge society right. yeah. So he was already part of it as Luke Gallo, I think, or something like that, or Doc Gallo, I think, is what yeah. he was called. Uh, so yeah, he's he's been around the been around the block. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, wrestling is an interesting animal. It really it is. is. So hey man, we had the greatest tale. Speaking of wrestling, yes, of tales. I mean, this story is of epic proportion, involving wrestling, and we had to have Corey here to tell it. Yes. Brother Corey. Brother Corey. Break it down. Yeah. What's going on? Oh, what what happened? Now you've set it up as such an epic tale. I'm trying to like, well, what can I use as filler well, here? Let's go rewind. <laughs> Start off in the – where. Well, first of all, I'll ask Deuce. Okay. What was the event? The event was our fantasy football draft. Mm-hmm. And Corey – me and Corey had been bad-mouthing each other for months. <laughs> you know, smack-talking. Smack smack-talking. That's smack what smack-talk's well, all about. I was like, you know, if you're not reading, you know – Six different fantasy blogs <laughs> and listening to three different fantasy podcasts a day, yeah. a, a, day. day. a day, a day. You aren't That's... you aren't getting prepared for this draft. He's like, trust me. I'm Corey said I'm more prepared for my walk in than you are prepared. No, for I the said draft. I'm more prepared for this draft than any draft previously, and I've done more homework than you have ever done. And <laughs> and but the line for Deuce directed at me that's still a joke now it's a running joke for this whole season was and that's why you're gonna lose and that's why you'll lose <laughs> and so um so yeah that's that's the the lead into the draft was yeah. deuce deuce knew i was up to something as far as my uh my walk-in i guess is what we're calling yeah, it because he and, said he's like oh well my walk-in is gonna be epic and i'm like 
this better be the greatest thing at, because like me and Corey have been friends for mm-hmm. a very long time so I know he likes to like wear costumes and like show up and stuff like he came one year to our Wrestlemania party dressed as Hacksaw Jim yep, Duggan there's pictures <laughs> on our Instagram yep and one year for Halloween he did Macho Man so yep. I was like oh he's just gonna like dress up as a wrestler or something or have some funky get up um and then he he comes in at, because we've all been waiting and I remember I was pissed because I wanted to get another beer and I'm like this is gonna take forever let me go get another beer and Kyle's like no and I'm like okay so he comes in and you've got this like crazy hat and a button down shirt yeah describe what yeah. you're wearing describe what you're wearing so I was uh, I came up with this character called called uh, the lawnman and uh reason the reason being is kind of crazy but i was wearing like a camo cowboy hat kind of thing that i wear when i mow the lawn and uh and you know that was it as far as the the gimmick uh costume was the the part of the gimmick for the costume the lawn l-a-w-n like you mow your lawn is because the happy hour with johnny induced legal department doesn't own his own lawn and he's in the league and it's been a running joke between ah, him and Corey's gotcha. like I don't run, mow my lawn and Corey's like I mow my lawn all the time with well, a push mower and yeah uh, it became know. it was kind of like an accidental uh we uh, hit put we down. hit a nerve but we didn't know we were gonna hit a nerve yeah because right. one I remember there was like two or three seasons ago I was mowing my lawn yeah and which I have well I don't have but my parents own like you know, five mowable acres or something that yeah. I, we've got to keep up with on a regular basis. Yeah. Right. And so I'm out mowing for hours one Sunday afternoon, and I come back in and check my phone, and the fantasy football app has been blowing up, and go and people are going, "Where's Corey in all this? What's Corey got to say? Where? Why isn't Corey saying anything?" And I said, "Oh, I'm sorry. I was busy mowing my lawn, unlike some people in here." And that was super fit. <laughs> right. the, the happy hour legal department was like, well, it's not my fault. I don't mow the lawn. And I pay somebody to mow the lawn. I don't appreciate your cheap shot because you know how it is in fantasy football. And, yeah. and for you guys listening at home, it, even not just fantasy football and video game chat boards, things sure. like that, any kind of thing where you're all good friends and you're all competitive, you snipe at each other and say comments to each other. And sometimes you don't know when something's going to hit that nerve or hit a little closer. Oh, yeah. We've been there thought. before. Oh, yeah. Me and Corey have been there on the daily. So <laughs> oh, I've, been, I've been there. Yeah, you've been there, too. <laughs> I've been there, too. Johnny was a part of our league for a couple of years, yeah, so he knows, yeah, too. So, I like, definitely yeah. know the feeling, yeah, for sure. So, uh, But, yeah, so that's what kind of set it off. It kind of set up this character. And he came in with this giant trophy that – it's it's almost like a Stanley Cup, but I mean, I'm tell them how big my hands are. Probably eight feet tall. Eight feet tall. <laughs> well, how big is this? That's like that's four like feet, that's right? like two foot right there. Okay, like two foot tall <laughs> trophy, and it's got grass on it. It's got a little lawnmower, but on the front of it, he's got XFL, but it's two giant uh, lawnmower, lawnmower blades. That's that make funny. X. That's cool. So, that's like, clever. It's really cool. So he comes in, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, by the way." I got to get my tag team partner. And he does the old DX kind of shoot the fingers to the side. And he walks in. And then behind him comes Mouth of the South Jimmy Hart. Like, (laughs) I can't even put into words. Like, a wave of emotion ran across that room that, like, I don't think has been seen since ever. I have it on video from multiple angles. But nobody was able, like, they filmed Jeff's face because he was the target of having Jimmy there. Yeah. 
Uh, nobody filmed your face during yeah. the reaction. Yeah. But all you can hear is Deuce in the background go, yeah! <laughs> like, <laughs> over I was everybody. losing my cotton pick in mind. <laughs> like, I had no, like, literally somebody should have had a phone just on my face. Because there was only two people in that room that did not know this was going to happen, me and Jeff. And why nobody got my reaction on film is, <laughs> is nuts. Because I was, I was literally losing my, my business. Like, right. I was just... This was the craziest thing, I think, and well, number one, craziest thing I've ever experienced live in person. Well, all of a sudden, you were like, hey, guess who showed up at my fantasy draft, and you want and, and then you sent me a picture of you and Jimmy Hart. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? This is yeah. so weird. And uh, and then all of a surreal. sudden. surreal. Well, people, and then what did Facebook say? People were like, oh, is that a cutout? People didn't believe yeah, it was like, him. People didn't people believe were already it, and like, like, oh, my God, are you serious? So, like. Deuce has the best fantasy football league ever. Yeah, and then and then uh, Brian and a bunch of other people were posting pictures. I'm like, oh, okay, this, he's legit. This is, and then I'm like, that's legit. cool. And that's yeah. what I was afraid. I was I was thinking Jeff's gonna see this guy and think it's like a Jimmy Hart impersonator or yeah. something. <laughs> so I was kind of worried about that. And uh, but no, it was pretty obvious once oh, he absolutely. shows up that it's yeah. sure that it was him. him. Yeah. And the funny thing was, is uh, allegedly what. Corey had said he's like, well, we didn't tell the happy hour Johnny Deuce legal department, and we didn't tell Deuce because they thought that the legal department would get together some money and be like, well, I'm going to outdo your guest by getting this person, right? You know, so like he can't, and tell him kind of how this story because this this story started like four months ago. Yeah, like it's, it's been in the works all, for a long time, yeah, like <laughs> months. So you got to tell him like how this all popped up. So months ago, uh, me and my brother and Nate, who's been on the show, yeah, yeah, several, yeah. handful of times, whatever, yeah, at the Ninja Fat Man on yep. the Twitter machine. Yep. Uh, the the monsters in the morning, a local radio show here in Orlando, were were having their fan appreciation event, and Hulk Hogan was going to be one of their guests that day, which, you know, I'm. The reason I'm called Brother Corey is because I'm a big Hulk Hogan fan. Yeah, so. like the biggest Hulk Hogan <laughs> fan I probably know is is, is Corey. So, um, so we the three of us decide, you know, at last minute, okay, we're gonna go out there, we're gonna go hang out with Hulk Hogan for the day at this monster show, and uh, I mean, he was there most of the morning while they were recording the show, and uh, Jimmy Hart was there before any of like any yeah. of the celebrities showed up because yeah. there was there was other people on hand. Uh, Bert Kreischer, the, the comedian, Bert the Conqueror, yeah, yeah. he was there. Uh, the, I don't know. There was Mark Marrow was there. Yeah. So like they had a bunch of like local celebrities come and people that they're friends with. I mean, uh, with. Johnny be good. Yeah, yeah. Johnny be good. Yeah. yeah, Johnny be bad. Yeah, Johnny yeah. be bad. So, yep. uh, so yeah, there's there were several celebrities on hand, but Jimmy Hart was there like from the word go. Like yeah. as soon as they went live on the air, Jimmy Hart was there. And he was there till they went off the air. Yeah. And and any time, like I've met Jimmy several times. Um, excuse me, I've met Jimmy. I mean, we've met him. He bought us drinks at Hogan's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we went to Hogan's Beach uh, in Tampa. We saw Jimmy was always there, pretty much running the bar. Yeah, like, like the whole he was restaurant. Like the, the bar manager, like the head of the restaurant. Like yeah. he basically was like the manager of the place for and a he's, long time. And he's time. always willing to talk to whoever wants to come up and talk to him. Yeah. And so we got our pictures with him. We talked to him for a little bit. And there was a lot of people there, so he was just kind of, you know, going around taking pictures with everybody. Well, then after the show, after the Monster Show was over, um, the the new Hogan's Beach shop in Orlando is like a mile down the road from where they were 
doing taping the show. Which is part of the reason Hulk was there to promote, like, because he's running ads and stuff on Real Radio in Orlando and on the Monsters and stuff. And, like, he's done a lot of work with the Monsters now. They actually just went out, him and the Monsters and Hulk went with a bunch of McDonald's and gave them to all the linesmen that were working. Oh, cool. So, like, Hulk went and met the linesmen and was like, hey, thanks, brother, for, you know, getting my power back on, brother. Yeah, and so so we all went. We're like, oh, Hogan's new shop is just a mile down the road, so let's go check it out. So we went straight from the Monsters thing, and then we went and got lunch, and then we went to Hogan's Beach Shop. Yeah, that's where they had their owners meeting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Jimmy Hart just happened to be at the beach shop after the the Monsters show, and he was in the corner uh, in front of one of the Hulk Hogan statues, and just he was had a table and some some headshots or whatever and he was just signing autographs for whoever wanted to come in and talk to him sign autographs and i had seen on his i think it's on his twitter that i saw it every now and then he'll say like hey if you ever want me to show up for a tailgate party or anything like that uh to heckle somebody just let just hit me up at this number or on this email and i'll get in touch with you and so i with that in mind i went up to him i started talking to jimmy hart and i said um, I said, hey, Jimmy, I've got this crazy idea, but have you ever, like, would you consider uh, showing up to a fantasy football draft to heckle somebody? He goes, oh, yeah, I've done two of those before in the last couple of years. I love them. They're a lot of fun, baby. And, <laughs> I mean, when you talk to Jimmy Hart, he's oh, always, yeah. like, that's it, Jimmy that's Hart. That's Jimmy Hart. I don't think that's it's a not, character. Yeah. That's just how he is yep. all the time. It's not yep. character. He's just, oh, yeah, baby, come on, we can do it. We'll, we'll set it up. And, and yeah. he was, like, gung-ho about it. And he goes, <laughs> this is what he says. Um, he goes, yeah, uh, just, uh, here's my cell phone number. So just call me, get with the other guys, talk to them, see how much they want to put in and then call me on my cell phone. And I said, your, your cell phone, like, like this is your personal cell phone. Yeah, baby. Just call me back on that number. Uh, <laughs> just call me back on my jitterbug, baby. Uh, this jitterbug yeah, is always on yes, me, baby. Yes, sir. I mean, I, I look like Deuce trying to type in, like, yeah, shaky yeah, shaky yeah, hands yeah, and everything. Yeah. I'm trying to type in this number because I was so yeah. nervous. Like, this is a personal cell phone number. Yeah. And uh, so then I walk over to my brother and Nate because they're standing on the other side of the shop. And uh, I said, so I just talked to Jimmy Hart. And, you know, tell me if I'm crazy. You guys are probably going to think this is a stupid idea, but I asked him about coming to our football draft to heckle Jeff. And I'm anticipating them thinking, oh, this is such a stupid idea. They were immediately on board and thought it was like the coolest idea ever and couldn't believe that he actually said he would do it. I said, well, we got to work it out and see how much we can pool together and then call him back. So, you know, then we've got to start telling everybody else. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by the Lakeland Role-Playing Guild. Join the adventure with the Lakeland Role-Playing Guild. Founded in 2000, the guild starts its 18th year of supporting and promoting the role-playing game hobby in September with a big anniversary party and some lightly structured games. The guild hosts too many convention-style game nights every month on the 2nd and 4th Fridays where you can find up to four scheduled and prepared games plus up to three open tables all ready for a packed four hours of hobby-centered fun and fellowship. Among the regularly scheduled games on the LRPG's rotating calendar are three exclusive in-house ongoing campaigns one exclusive in-house mini-campaign anthology series, and a few periodic episodes of members' personal home campaigns. The majority of those games are RPGs, 
But miniature war games hit the guild tables as well, along with the occasional board game. Some events also feature instructional clinics and roundtable discussions on a variety of game rules, techniques, and theories, so all participants can share their experience and learn more about the hobby from each other. The Guild also has planned gaming-free social outings on those random Fifth Fridays that pop up some month. And of course, members of the LRPG take part in area conventions as players and game masters, as well as coordinate some activities with other gaming clubs. For more information on the Lakeland Role-Playing Guild, visit the website at lakeland-rpg.com or check out the social media at facebook.com slash Guild. And on Twitter at Lakeland RPG plus hashtag Dice on the Road. Lakeland Role Playing Guild. They play games! This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by. Come check out the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce live at Free Play Florida. So far, we've got confirmed guests Billy Mitchell, Walter Day, George Lowe, the voice of Space Ghost on Cartoon Network, Keith Apicary. Classic Gaming Wiz and self-proclaimed Sega CEO, Scott Adams, legendary creator of text-based adventures, and our good friend, Brian Colon, creator of Rampage and our rivals. There will also be over 200 games at this event, including three 10-foot arcade cabinets featuring classic games like Star Wars. There will also be a console museum. Go get tickets at wp.freeplayflorida.com. Friday is going to be 25 bucks. Saturday is 30. Sunday is 25 bucks. Kids are, of course, five dollars. You can get the whole weekend, Johnny, for 60. And also, there's going to be an awesome Saturday night party, which is 15 dollars, but it's going to be from 11:30 to 3 a.m. Full arcade music plus live performances, and it's all at the newly renovated Double, Double Tree Sea World. So you definitely want to go check it out, and don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. And we're back with the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. And, of course, we have our amazing friend, Brother Corey. Brother You're Corey. You're talking about the amazing mouth of the... Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, mouth baby. The, I can't even speak. Mouth of the <laughs> South. The story's so good. I'm, Johnny's I'm, flustered. I'm, I'm flustered and flabbergasted So, because it's, it's an amazing story. Yeah, but, no, you were tr- you told them, and they liked the idea, and you were talking about pooling the money together and everything. Because yeah. this is why you were still at Hogan's Beach in Orlando, and this was months ago. I mean, months ago. Yeah, and uh, so... It's like so, early summer. Right. So once I initially tell Kyle, my brother, who's the commissioner of our league, you know, he's got to be on board for this to work. He's on board. Nate's on board. So we got to start telling everybody else and see, yeah. feel them out. And we had the discussion, uh, do we tell Deuce or not? <laughs> and, and I've told Deuce a hundred times, like, I feel bad about not telling you. He's like, no, don't worry about it. Well, we had the discussion. It worked out way better than I didn't know <laughs> right. because the surprise just totally, so, like, blew my pants So off. we had this discussion a couple of times, well, probably a handful of times yeah. with, with within the last few months leading up to it. You know, we tell Deuce or do we not tell Deuce? Because he keeps saying – that him and uh, Jeff are ride or dies, 
And uh, so we're like, yeah. we're like, it's probably best not to tell Deuce because he'll tell Jeff. He'll end right. up slipping and telling Jeff, and it'll ruin the whole surprise. So we didn't want to risk it. So is that true, Deuce? You probably would have slipped. I I think I could have kept the secret, but I'm not the greatest secret keeper. I'll That's be the true. first to admit it. I'm not a good secret keeper, so it's probably better just not to tell. So that me. was a good choice. Yeah, that was a solid choice. He did tell us. He's like, oh no, that was perfect. Not telling me. Yeah, I was like, that was the best because like. I can't even describe him walking in the room. Like, I really wish somebody got my face on, like, camera. Because, like, I was just losing my mind. My cotton-picking mind. But, yeah, everybody got on board with it. Um, the, the eight of us, the eight of uh, other people in the league were all on board. Yeah. Um, the wives, not so much. Like, <laughs> we had to convince the wives <laughs> that this was a good idea. Yeah. And they're like, who? And we're like, oh, he's Hulk, he managed Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Like, Brett the Hitman Hart. Like this the Heart guy. Foundation, Lex <laughs> Luger. Like the, I mean, yeah. he's, he's like everybody. He's managed he's... like everybody. Yeah, we're yep. like the natural disasters. Yep. Yeah. So the yeah, Macho Man. We're like, yeah. this is a big deal. If we yep. can get this guy to come to Kyle's house, this is gonna be awesome. Yeah. And the wives were not buying it whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> I think also the wives were getting a little tight with the purse strings too, because <laughs> yeah. they were like, we're paying how much for this guy, yeah. and he's who? So yeah, so. we so I got with everybody, and I said, okay, he didn't give me like an amount. He didn't say, you know, once you raise this amount of money, call me back. He just said, talk to everybody, see what they want to put in. So me and my brother kind of discussed, like, okay, if we can hit a mark between, like, this number and this number, then he'll probably do it. Right. And which I don't really want to discuss the right. no, 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 don't. The final we don't need to, the financial. We don't need to say I, how you much You know, he has it. a way of doing business, and I don't right. want to, like, bust it out. We don't want to blow up right. uh, Mouth of South Jimmy Hart spot. <laughs> Plus, I think you talked to one of the guys at the beat shop. Didn't you talk to him? And he said, well, he did this for X amount, and that kind of gave you like a gauge. yeah. But I didn't know that until like the day before he was coming to the oh really? Oh, really? So yeah. you'd already talked price yeah. with him? Okay, okay. Okay, so what? So after you guys did that, how did so you had to contact Jimmy? Yeah, which these are the best. So stories you were like ever. nervous, probably. <laughs> I was right? super like, nervous. Or was he actually answer or whatever? You know, I told yeah. my wife that morning. I was like, okay, so today I have to call Jimmy Hart. Yeah, and I'm like. Getting nervous about him, I'm like, I would be, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what am I gonna say? Because he's not, gonna, he might not remember who I am. This is a few weeks had passed at this yeah. point. You know, he, I don't know where he's been since then, what he's doing. Yeah. He might think that he gave me his number, thinking it's a fluke, and I'll never call him back anyways. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I gotta call Jimmy Hart today, but I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what how to handle it. Yeah. And she's like, just call him and tell him who you are, whatever, and get it done. So that's what I decided to do. I was like, okay, I have to call him today. And uh, so I called, and it went to voicemail, and it was like, you know, the, the standard voice, robotic right. voicemail machine. called, blah, blah, yeah. blah, yeah. And then there was like, I think there was like a female voice that said, Jimmy Hart. And yeah. I was like, oh, great. It's like his publicist or something. Here yeah. I am thinking I got his personal cell phone number. Well, I left a message. I said, yeah, I spoke to Jimmy a few weeks ago, blah, blah, blah. Asked him about doing an appearance, so just call me back. Left my number. Yeah. Well, like an hour later, I get a I get a phone call. It says Jimmy Hart on my phone because it's saved as Jimmy Hart yeah. on my phone. And I said hello, and he goes, "Hey, hey, hey, who is this, baby?" I went, "Oh my gosh, it's really Jimmy <laughs> Hart!" <laughs> like I said, I was like, "It really is his cell phone number." number. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, we had the conversation. He remembered who he remembered talking to me once I told him about the fantasy football thing and all that. Yeah. So you know, I, I told him what the guys had decided upon and he was good with it. Yep. And you know, he says, he says the only reason I, I would say I can't do it 
is if WWE calls me for any reason, like an appearance, anything, I'd have to cancel for that reason. And I said, yes, sir, I totally understand. Um, and at that point, he was like, I'm not sure if I'm available that day. Let me check my calendar. And he, this was like <laughs> months in advance. This is probably like three months uh, at a time. Uh, maybe like two months before the draft okay. right. when I started actually talking to him yeah. like on the phone. And uh, what was funny was every single time I talked to him on the phone, he would say, yeah, call me back uh, like in two or three days. Call me back, and my guy with my calendar should be here. And uh, Or he'd say, call, call me back like on Monday night because I'll be at my beach bar in Daytona what, doing uh, Raw that night. Uh, so call me back, and I know my guy with the calendar will be there. So every time I call him, he would tell me the same thing. Like, yeah, call me back in two or three days, and my guy with the calendar should be here. Yeah. I must have talked to Jimmy Hart at least a dozen times on the phone yeah. over a two months period, um, just trying to line up this day right. for him to be there. But the craziest thing about talking to Jimmy Hart on the phone was he would always tell me what he was going to be doing the next few days, yeah. and it was always like the coolest things ever. <laughs> I was so like I wanted to call him as much as possible just to see where he was going yeah. next and what he was doing. And uh, you know, once like the first time I called him back, and he'd say. Well, well, yeah, baby, I'm flying out tomorrow with uh, Honky and and Greg Valentine and somebody else, and we're we got to go up here and do this kind of thing. Legend show. Um. So then, yeah. So yeah, let me call me back in like three days when we get back into town, and I'll check my calendar. And then I call him back, and he say, Yeah, uh, well, tomorrow morning I'm flying out with Hulk, and we're gonna go. Like this we're was going to cool, see Rick Flair. He said we're going to see Rick Flair in the hospital in North Carolina. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, and this was like a week or two before the draft. Yeah. Wow. So that was pretty recent. But it was always something really cool. Like, man, this is That's this awesome. guy's life. Yeah. Yeah. He's like just flying out. Every, like every week, he's flying out somewhere else with other uh, wrestlers. legendary wrestlers yeah. and everything. One night, this is the best one. One night I called him back. He had told me to call him back. So I called him. He didn't answer. And so I left a message. He called me back like an hour later. It's like 1030 at night. He calls me back. And he says, uh, hey, baby, sorry I couldn't answer the phone earlier. I was at Hulk's house hanging out with him because we're, we're planning to fly out tomorrow to go see Ric Flair. So I was like, man, how cool of an excuse <laughs> is that? I can't answer the phone because I'm hanging out with Hulk Hogan at his house. Like, yeah. yeah. Man, I wish I could say that yeah. just once. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, the stories he was telling were uh, awesome. to Corey were awesome. Like, yeah, Greg Valentine or whoever. Like, yeah. we're going to do this. Is like, just the phone calls he got to have with him. I think were stellar. That's awesome. So. But the nicest guy, man, yeah, super yeah. nice. Um, so, so yeah, he he ends up doing the thing, and. Uh, I guess from there we just go to like the day of the fantasy draft. Yeah, yeah. Because, because, <laughs> oh no, you you got to talk about you in the p parking lot of the post office. Yeah, but yeah. We'll start with the day of the fantasy draft now because now you've got it lined up. He's like, I'm going to meet you at this place at this time. Yeah, because the whole point was for him to come in and heckle this one guy specifically, Jeff. We want him yeah. to come in and heckle Jeff because I I don't think we've said this yet. Because Jeff has won our league every single year. Three years in a row, he had won our league. And I think one of those years, he even went undefeated. Yeah. Is that right? I think he did. And, like, it's just a nagging thorn in our side that, like, nobody every can year. beat this guy. Yeah. It's happened once, but it's off the record. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's off the record. I got you. One loss. But, yeah, yeah. Our one lost season, but he's, he's you know, we the like returning champ. That was the other thing that was part of the draft, too, and why he wanted him there. 
he Jeff did not win last year, but the champ from last year is no longer in our league. So he we had to have a ceremony where he relinquished the title belt to the commish, <laughs> which was kind of a big deal. And and Jimmy Hart was going to help with that too. But um, so you decide to meet. Why did you meet at the post office? That, well, uh, just, it just seemed like the most direct route, route to Kyle's house from there. We don't think he knew how to work the GPS. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah, he did not. Okay, I didn't say that part. Okay. He did not use a GPS because he asked me like a couple days before to confirm that he's coming and everything. Um, he asked me directions to get to my brother's house. And I was like, well, yeah, here's the address. He goes, well, yeah, but if, I, if I'm coming from Daytona and I come down I-4, then where do I go from there? I was like, oh, like he's going <laughs> to, he's like doing handwritten directions, yeah. road by road, turn by turn directions. And that's how he got there. And uh, so luckily from Daytona to my brother's house, even though it was like a two or two and a half hour drive, is only like three turns. Right. So I got, I was, I lucked out there. Uh, because he was able to write all that down pretty easy. Uh, but, yeah, he does not – I don't think he uses a GPS because he told me that he got turned around trying to leave there and was going down I-4 the wrong direction for a little bit before he realized. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, But, yeah, so I told him – I said, well, meet me at the Haines City Post Office. We'll meet there. It's a pretty easy place to get yeah. to, and it's a straight shot from there to get to the house. But we'll meet up there and wait for everybody to get to the, the draft party first before we come in. And so he met me at the post office, and it was just me and Jimmy Hart in the post office parking lot. And we were waiting for – everybody was there pretty much except for Jeff. Yeah, because Jeff's always late. And, uh, and so Jimmy's standing there asking me, like, well, is Jeff going to show up? I was like, oh, trust me, Jeff's going to be there. It's just I've just never seen him be this late to anything. And uh, so, so yeah, waiting on Jeff, I ended up spending like 45 minutes in the parking lot at the post office with Jimmy Hart, like one-on-one, -on -one, and I got to ask him all the questions I wanted to ask him in that time because I started to tell my brother, I said, well, I'm starting to worry that Jimmy Hart being there is going to be more of a distraction to me than to Jeff. Because <laughs> because I have so many questions for him, and we wanted him to heckle Jeff to distract him on his draft, and uh, but yeah, but no, you were worried about them, you know, it distracting you. But why you were there for those forty five? Like, what did you ask him? Like, what questions did you ask him? So. Uh, you know, I started asking him, you know, his relationship with Hulk and all that stuff because I'll tell you this much. Anytime I see Hulk Hogan do an appearance, most of the time, 90% of the time, Jimmy's, Jimmy's with him. Yeah. And I think Jimmy is like his borderline handler now. In a way, and I, and I don't think, I, I don't know, it's a weird kind of dynamic. And that's what I asked him about because I told him, I said, you know, Everybody else would assume that you're riding Hulk's coattails or something. Right. But I said, I've seen y'all several times together, and I yeah. don't see it that way at all um, because, you know, at a signing or anything like that, yeah. Jimmy's the guy holding the T-shirts for him to sign yeah. or, like, putting the, the action figures there, up on the yeah. table. Like, Jimmy's not there to promote Jimmy, I said. And I told him all this. I said, you're not there to promote yourself. You're always there to make things easier on Hulk. Even yeah. though he has handlers there, yeah. like you're the guy that's always doing all that. Because you're the one he trusts. Yeah, and uh, so I said, I really respect that, and I think that's really cool that 
you know, in all these, in all these crazy friendships and relationships that Hulk's been through over the years publicly, I said, yeah. you're always the guy that's there for him no matter what. Yeah. And, uh, and always making his life easier. Cause I said, we've seen you running the, the restaurant for him and yeah. different things, but you're always there for Hulk's sake and not for Jimmy Hart's sake at yeah. all. And he says, yeah, he says, I'm just there because, you know, we're good friends. He said, we've been friends for, you know, X amount of years since the 70s, I think he said. Yeah. And uh, I said, well, how, like, like, what? what's the reasoning there? Like, what's the dynamic there? He said, <laughs> he said, the secret is I've never asked him for money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so he said, honestly, he said, everybody else always, you know, hit him up for money. He said, I've never once asked that man for money, you know, and he's just always taking care of me. That's so, awesome. so I really, I mean, that was kind of my big question for him because I always see him taking such good care of Hulk at all these appearances and everything. So, and I think they're true friends. I oh think yeah, true, well, like, and he was, and friends. he was on the uh, the the, uh, the best of Hulk Hogan um, DVD set. Oh, yeah. He was on there actually as like a with. Uh, who was he with? I think he was with Mean Gene. They were talking. It was all about, you know, before each yeah. match, they would talk about Hulk Hogan and all that. So he's been through everything. He's been through all the DVDs and everything. And, and what he was telling me, too, like the reasoning that him and Hulk became friends originally, the reason Hulk brought him around was because Jimmy says, he in this he said this several times throughout the day that day, but he says, you know, I own a beach bar in Daytona, but the crazy thing is I don't drink. Yeah. And he said he's never he's never drank. He's never touched a drug in his life. He's never smoked ever. Yeah. Like he's as straight edge, as clean of a guy as you can find. And he said that that's the reason Hulk brought him around in the first place so many years ago was because he said he wanted somebody like that constantly in his life positive influence yeah, yeah. yeah. and so and i thought that was somebody cool. there to be like baby you probably don't need another beer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need that one friend the, and you're like constant, Corey's usually mine the constant <laughs> that dd that. yeah the constant dd like, but yeah. you do and Corey's definitely that guy in my life where it's like oh baby that's a bad decision oh like, so i'm the jimmy hart to your hulk hogan <laughs> well I, I i don't know if i'd put it that way but so well, you're hulk hogan i'm okay. hulk hogan in this situation <laughs> i did not need i didn't mean to put myself over like that but yeah. uh so i'm the eric bischoff yeah, you would be there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I that's think, a, that's I think awesome. Deuce's life is more along the lines of Ric Flair, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably more the Ric Flair. The Styling situation. and profiling. Yeah. Yep. Woo! Can't keep yeah. these gators down. Yeah. But no, but no, I can totally see from his point of view, especially with his life, it's as turbulent as it's been, especially the past few years, to have a calming influence like that. You'd always want to keep him around and like. When we would go to back to the Hogan's Beach all the time when he had the bar, like he was running the place. And who do you want running the place? You want the guy that's straight edge, that's going to keep an eye on the till, that's going to make sure nothing you know happens. True. So that's um, that's that's true. Yeah. I mean, so I have a couple questions since I wasn't there. Okay. So, what was Jimmy doing while you guys were at? Like doing your picks and stuff. Was he just sitting there hanging out, chilling? Yeah, or like, what was so, like the first, I'd say, hour he was there. We all got pictures with him. He signed all these autographs. He talked to us, shook our hands, like just was really, really cool. And then Kyle was like, look, we're going to start the draft. And then we gave him the nice, we call it grandpa's chair, the big, nice recliner. We gave him grandpa's chair. And uh, like he sat there right next to Corey the whole time during the draft. And really... I mean, he would, like, I know Jason asked him a question because Jason asked him, like, if there was anybody in the, like, if he had a magic wand, he could, like, manage anybody right now in the WWE who would be. And Jason said, basically, he tap danced around it because he didn't want to, like, say exactly, which yeah. I could see from, like, a PR standpoint. Um, but, like, he would answer questions and stuff. He did my Leonard Fournette pick, 
which I, I, I had to pick the hardest name in the for bunch him for him to say. And I've got that on video um, of him doing that pick. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just it was chilling, hanging out. Uh, I think I mean, we got him some water. Everybody had pulled in, so kind of everybody kind of came up with their own thing for him to do throughout the draft. Um, I think Addison had him name one of his picks for him yeah. and things. And Addison played the Mr. Perfect music for him to walk up to. And things. cool. And uh, – so yeah, he was he was just hanging out answering questions. And he did questions. the relinquish the belt ceremony because he was the one who like took the belt from Jeff and yeah. then gave it to the commish to like the relinquishing of the title. Which yeah. I'm actually surprised your brother touched because your brother <laughs> is afraid the belt's cursed and if he touches it, he'll never win it. So he won't touch it. So yeah, um, and he like I'd have to tell him I'm like. Okay, so the whole point we brought him in was to heckle Jeff. Like, that's why the whole league got behind it, was to heckle Jeff and distract Jeff from his drafting. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'd have to remind him every now and then, all right, Jimmy, Jeff's up, so start heckling him. So he'd say – Because he was heckling you half the time. (laughs) He'd say – all right, Jeff. How about them Gators? And like, he, you know, I, I, I'd given I'd given him some information uh, about Jeff to use, like like a like a cheater list, like yeah. a list of these are some good things to like, you know, kind of snipe him with. The so he started going, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, come on now, you only got a minute and a half. Let's get going. <laughs> yeah. The clock's a ticking, and uh, so th- he did Jeff's. Well, then, like, it didn't take him long. And then it was my turn to pick somebody, and he starts going, all right, the lawnman is up. Come on, lawnman. You got two minutes. Let's get going. Come on, who's it going to be? And I looked at him, I said, all right, Jimmy, I paid you to heckle Jeff, not me. Everybody started laughing. Yeah, because like, like, cause cause in our fantasy football draft, we have a podium that you go up to that you can make your picks with a microphone, and then we've got a, a huge digital draft board that's on a TV and a projector. Like, it's really intense for a draft. It's got a countdown timer. It tells you who your team is and everything. So, while we're doing all this, like, he's at the mic. So, everybody, including the wives, can hear him. Like, all right, now, you're supposed to be – we paid you to heckle Jeff, not me. But uh, but then we switched it. We're like, oh, well, Jeff's the guy with the money. So, he's the million-dollar man. And he got in Jim, Jimmy Hart's pocket already. Yeah. So, we, we <laughs> yeah. kind of – we played it like a whole wrestling gimmick. Yeah, it was fun. Funny. And that was the whole day. It was a wrestling gimmick. But I got to give credit where credit's due. I think once he got there and the wives saw how excited we were that yeah. they got on board. Yeah. Because I know Shelby, Nate's wife, was like – I can't believe you guys are all, you know, going bananas for this guy that's not even a wrestler. Yeah, he and never like, wrestled. You don't understand like the significance of this guy I mean, and what he's done. But, yeah, because like, I'm in I'm in a category with because he managed me like he was my manager walking into the draft. Yeah, and uh, so so I'm in the company of Hulk Hogan, the Hart Foundation. Uh, macho man like all these people and i'm like man this is just like once in a lifetime opportunity and so worth every penny (laughs) yeah worth every penny we spent and brian came out and and sean from grapple maniacs was going to come out but he had some family matters he had to attend to and couldn't make it so like other people that was the thing that for me should have been the tip-off because brian was in our league the first year and then quit and he was there and i was like brian what are you doing here buddy he's like Oh, you know, I'm just hanging for the after party because we do a big, <laughs> we do a big cookout afterwards. But that should have been the tip off. But I was like, oh, okay. You gonna uh, sit through a four hour yeah. draft? I, well, I didn't, it, for some reason it didn't even compute when I was thinking about it. Grab yeah. me one too, sir. But uh, but yeah, it didn't even compute. I was like, oh, okay. And then I just kind of you know rolled with it. Yeah. And then uh, Jason's sister Haley showed up too, and I'm like, man, there's a lot of damn people here for some reason for a fantasy draft. <laughs> That's funny. And then it happened, and I'm like. Holy shnikes, like, you know. Because <laughs> everybody else knew about it. 
So, um, but yeah, we're waiting. Yeah, you know, you you guys are all sitting there waiting for me to show up. Yeah, I'm sitting there waiting in the post office parking lot, waiting for Jeff to show up. And the whole time, like you know, I'm like I said, I'm asking Jimmy questions. But then he starts popping in CDs like from when he was with the Gentries, like in the '60s. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like, "Listen to this, baby." He's like, "Hey, have a listen to this. This is when I was with the Gentries in uh, like 1965 and 1969. This was our top 40 hit. Oh it's called God. Cinnamon Girl." And he's popping in CDs and everything, making me listen to old '60s songs. Like it was great music, though. It was my right up my alley. Yeah, that's awesome. But that's right in your wheelhouse. So, so I'd say, now which which guy are you? And he's like, "I'm the guy singing." I was like, "Oh man, that's really good." Because he yeah. did a lot of. <laughs> the intro music in the beginnings for WWF like he did a lot and wrote a lot of the the people's entrance music and yeah. songs and stuff and we were afraid too like me and my brother had a discussion like well what if he shows up in like a Jimmy Hartmobile or he just shows up pulls in and like driving a giant megaphone in the driveway Jeff's going to know what's up and i and so we were kind of worried about what he's going to be driving like what if he shows up in something nicer than what Jeff drives <laughs> so so then uh he so when I meet him at the post office, he goes, "Yeah, I'm the I'm the guy sitting in the Kia," and it was like an old Kia Sportage or something, and like you would have never guessed that it was Jimmy Hart. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Like, so. totally would have never guessed, but he was so cool. And actually, uh, knock on wood, gave him our business card when I was yeah. talking to him. He's like, "Oh, baby, I'll totally do the show," and yeah. I was like, "For real?" And he's like, "Yeah." He said. Just, uh, you know, and Corey's got the information he's going to hook us up with so we can it can shoot him an email and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, because right now his big thing is he's got the bar in Daytona. Right. And he's like, you know, it's up and it's running. But I How wanna, long has that been around? It's been around uh, like, like six like a, months. Yeah, maybe, maybe like a year or so. Okay, so it's relatively new. Yeah, yeah but his ODB's food truck was out front in the beginning because he didn't have food. But now I think he might have the grill up and running. I'm not. 100% sure on that. Yeah, I think he does, but it's it's not, like, completely done. What's like the what name of wants. the place? Uh, hold it's, on. I want to say it's, like, Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart's Hall Just of Fame. Just in case our fans are listening and they want to go to the yeah. place well, to check it out. No, I want them to go because I got more information to tell them about it, too. So what's it yeah, called, Corey? Jimmy Hart's Hall of Fame Bar and Tiki Deck, and it's in Daytona. Yeah. That's awesome. So they, they serve food there as well? I believe yeah, so. It's yeah. a, it's a yeah. bar and they've got food because, like I said, at the beginning he didn't have the grill part, so ODB was there with their food truck, cool. which we know from TNA. Right. And also, he knows from TNA because he worked with TNA a lot. Because right. I remember back when me and Corey and all of us used to go to the TNA tapings when Hulk was there. Like you just see him walking around the park like in a TNA shirt because he was like running around doing stuff, helping out and everything. But uh, the one nice thing is he told us he's like, baby. Because we said, we want to come to your place, like, near the end of the season, like, for one of the last few games, like, in December. He's like, baby, you come to the bar, I will buy the first round of drinks for everybody. So, and he's already bought us drinks before at Hogan, so. Yeah. i tell you one thing. I know a question I'm going to ask him if we ever get him on the show. Who makes his jackets for him? Because they all airbrushed and stuff. They look really awesome. Dude, he had his jacket yeah, the whole he, night. He, he had, had the it. megaphone, which, oh, that was the best part of the story. Was it you or was it Haley that asked to use the megaphone? He's like, oh, baby, I didn't bring the battery. Oh, yeah. I went, to, <laughs> I went to go make a pick at the podium, and I grabbed the megaphone. And so I put it up to the microphone, and uh, I press the button, and nothing happens. I said, how do you turn this thing on, Jimmy? He goes, oh, I, I didn't bring batteries for it. I was like. Jimmy, what am I paying you for? You're heckling me. You didn't bring batteries for the megaphone. That's hilarious. <laughs> we, we had a good couple of jokes at Jimmy's expense that day. but he, And that's the thing, man. He was so fun and yeah. so lighthearted. You could make a joke at his expense. He rolled with it. Like, he... 
when it comes to celebrities I've met in person, he's got to be, if not number one in the top three of nicest I've met. Yeah. Because he was just solid the whole day. And just so cool. And we were we were bending over backwards for him. Like, hey, can we get you something to drink? Can we get you a soda, water, something? He didn't want anything. Yeah, he didn't want anything. That, and it was funny. When we left, I talked to him. I said, you know, you should do more of these fantasy football things. And he said, you know, I've done one or two before, but after this event, I think I'm going to start making this a regular thing. Because he's like, it's a I, great think idea. I think there's good money in this, and I think this, it would be a good well, way for me to do personal I, I think there's a, like, a cool cross-section of people that like sports that watch f- wrestling as well. Yeah. So like, Especially I think wrestling like in the 80s and 90s. And for stuff. sure, yeah. So I well, think, and I think like the XFL and all that, like there's a cross Oh, you know, there's definitely a cross. Well, like even yeah. Ric Flair shows up to give like pep talks at you know college, college True, locker rooms yeah. and all kinds of stuff. True, right now, uh, well not right now, but previously in the near um, future he will. Right. Oh yeah, God bless him. So, um, but yeah, standing in the in the parking lot at the post, I was talking to him, and, and like people driving people by, driving by, and you'd see every now and then you'd see somebody do a double take, like because he's standing there in a Jimmy Hart. T-shirt with his face on it, with the megaphone and everything. With the he's got on. The, yeah. that's awesome. He, he's got the long hair. He's got the glasses. I mean, there's no denying that this is Jimmy Hart standing right. there. And uh, every now and then you'd see somebody do a double take real quick. Like, is that what I just did? I really just see Jimmy Hart standing in the yeah. the Hain City Post Office parking lot. And so that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, it was it was like such a cool 45 minutes, just one on one with him. And uh, as if I hadn't talked to him enough on the phone before that. But uh, so when he comes into the draft, we we told you that um, we walked into. I had some entrance music. It was "International Harvester" by Craig Morgan, <laughs> country song. Yep. And uh, so I'm playing up the lawnman gimmick, and because it's I'm I'm Jeff's my like biggest rival. His nemesis. We yeah. uh, we I capitalized L A W, so I'm the lawnman, and gotcha. so it's kind of a, a joke, a little jab at Jeff, and. Uh, so so I come into the, to the, my music. I got the trophy, the the XFL Lawnmowers Cup is what we're calling it. <laughs> and uh, because it's always been like a joked about thing, well then I made it this season. I made it. That's awesome. Real. Like real. So That's now cool. we're gonna we're gonna exchange it after our rival rivalry weeks, I guess. But uh, so then Jimmy comes in as my manager behind me, and then I go up to the podium and cut like a full on promo on Jeff, and I did it like as he had it like <laughs> uh, like written out on like three pieces of paper. Like That's this awesome. was like a long promo. That That's he awesome. Cut. Yeah, and it was all it was all like lawnmower jokes and stuff. That's awesome. But it was you would have been the- proud. There was a lot of solid dad jokes. <laughs> a in lot there of that, dad yeah. jokes. That's right in Johnny's wheelhouse. Sweet. But it was, but it was Sweet. like full on channeling Hulk Hogan's uh, phrases and catchphrases and stuff in there. Like there was, was awesome. Jimmy was getting into it. Like I was, yeah. I was watching Jimmy as much as I was watching Corey saying it. And Jimmy's like, "This kid might got it. This kid might, uh, this kid might be good on the stick." You know? yeah. like, he was really. He was like, "Man, this this kid's got it. He, yeah. cut, a, he can cut a decent." I was, at, I was pretty proud of it. I, I would have been That's proud awesome. of it. It wasn't you because Jimmy's like, "Good promo, man. Good promo." You may have not been the, the best delivery. Per se, but I, I actually said, I said, well, uh, Jimmy's making me nervous, so I'm just gonna read this. I said it's gonna sound a lot like one of those WWE promos where it's all scripted. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's when, like Jimmy laughed that's like awesome. you did when, that's when great. he said that. Like Jimmy that's Hart fantastic. about fell out of his chair because he's like, that's great, baby, that's great. <laughs> that's so, fantastic. So yeah, we cut the whole promo and and it was it was so much fun. Like dream come true, like once in a lifetime opportunity. Absolutely. And uh, and I was so glad that it all worked out and that. 
Jeff and Deuce didn't find out, and and I, I can't believe they didn't find out. Yeah, with as many because people knew. It, well, and that was the funny thing. One of the things that happened to Smack Talk Board one day, I don't even know how it <laughs> yeah. came about, but I was like, you know, if we pulled our money together, we could probably get a celebrity for the draft. <laughs> and Corey's like, well, who? And I'm like, I said, I got to hear this. Yeah, so I'm fishing like, for him at so that point. I was yeah. like, well, I, I definitely know a bunch of cosplayers that would do it. <laughs> And maybe, like, service drinks and be, like, a cocktail waitress or something. I'm like, we well, could totally do that. I said, I bet Tugboat would do it if For we sure, asked yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Tugboat would do it. And I said, you know... X-Pac would probably do it. He said X-Pac. Yeah. Because he's talking about people we get for 100 bucks, and then he right. throws X-Pac's name out there, and I was like, I don't know if Kyle wants X-Pac around his house. <laughs> <laughs> he might make everybody nervous. Well, then I was like, and Billy Gunn's around here somewhere, now he's yeah. not working A lot of people live in Tampa. Yeah, a lot yeah. Of the so I was like, man, there's a lot of people I think we could probably, like, if we really hit up Twitter hard and hit the publicist hard and said, look, you know, this is the money we got. This is what we're looking for. I bet we could come up with somebody. Yeah. But all the time I'm saying this, he's sitting on this. Laughing. That, laughing because <laughs> awesome. he's, he's already got this all planned out. And That's there was great. twice, there was two different occasions in the smack board where Deuce, like, put some kind of gif jabbing at me saying like this is what i'm anticipating for your walk-in that's gonna be so great and i don't even remember what it was something goofing on me like it's gonna be you know a fart or something yeah. and so big fart noise is what he says and so then i said actually it's gonna look more like this and i actually put a picture of hulk hogan and jimmy hart walking into like a pay-per-view or something yeah. i did it two different times and like nobody, nobody him it. and jeff never caught on yeah and that's i awesome. directly I like, put, all right man whatever because <laughs> i figured because he was like i'm gonna walk in like hulk hogan i never <laughs> thought like he was gonna walk in with jimmy hart and then we did it oh my god like I can't even put into words like how how cool that was. And I said, at the end of the draft, I said, you know, the problem with this is we're gonna have to top this next year somehow. And I'm <laughs> and I'm begging them to do it. I'm like, topping this means you got to get Hulk Hogan. So please do, please top right. this, Jeff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of scared. Well, I wonder what Jeff's gonna do. I'm or... I'm actually really scared about how Jeff might retaliate now. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> I mean, who knows who he could get? Like, I I think Jeff has got in his rolodex some pretty decent celebrities he could call, <laughs> or at least people he could call that knows some celebrities that could show up. So yeah. I'm kind of I'm excited, but I'm also kind of like because we were talking about who we could get today and i was like well we could probably get sunny on the cheap to come <laughs> out, like you know to come out for the fantasy draft or whatever like we were going through names of people today again of sketchy like, names yeah <laughs> once again yeah they, yeah they might not have been the best names we came up with today <laughs> but i was like yeah we could probably get these people or those people but right. i think we could get, get some somebody to come next year to top, I I don't think anybody will ever top Jimmy Hart because the first is always the best. Like oh, I, absolutely. So yeah. I think whoever I, we, they we get, set the bar pretty high with yeah. the first one out of the gate like that. But yeah. Um. So my question for you, Deuce, like on a level of anticipation, because you were you had the level of anticipation like, like at the I floor could trip over it. Yeah. 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 So like once he actually once you saw that this was the big surprise, yeah. it's Jimmy Hart. Like. I know what went through your mind was was yeah. was how it verbalized, yeah. but like I didn't have words. <laughs> like I, it was more grunts and like I, I was trying to contain myself. I was trying not to spit all over myself because I had my new red, white, and yes, blue I've seen American the flag yes. uh, overalls overalls on. That <laughs> was doing my best epic. not to get yeah. dirty because uh, like they were like the last nice purchase I'm gonna have for a while. Right. So I'm like I don't want to get them dirty, and I'm like oh, like yeah. you know. Trying not to like throw beer everywhere. Like, I almost hugged Nate because he was right next to me, which had been pretty funny because we've been fighting for the whole like month beforehand. Oh, yeah. Deuce right. and Nate have been like cutthroat, like, 
one of the worst uh i wouldn't even say rivalries like one of the worst feuds in a long time and uh and and so it's kind of been like they were even going to fight at one point allegedly. <laughs> so, allegedly, allegedly 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 and uh oh, pay per view right For yeah live on well luckily well we uh, wanted a steel cage match in the front yard is what we yeah wanted. luckily it was going to be at the legal representations residence so yeah. right <laughs> it would have been exactly. all right but um but no, it, that was kind of like really the tensions were really high there, yeah. right? And so what Deuce was telling me today actually like made me laugh that he's they were saying that Jimmy Hart like healed all wounds and like literally <laughs> like when he came in like a wave of emotion came over my body I can't even describe like I wanted to hug that fit fat something of a gun like i was just like come come, come here you big bruiser like you know That's i just awesome. wanted to hug it out and be like ah let's do this let's you know let's bury this and like as soon as that was done to me hatchet was buried i was like dude it gets no better than this how awesome is it to have good friends that even when they're mad at you will go to all this trouble to do something really cool to surprise you i was like you know Life is full of emotion, and yep. it's full of, like, all kinds of things that come up, and just, it's volatile, and things change on you, but the things that are constant in life is your friends, yep. and for people, even when they're mad at you, and even when they may hate you, like, to do something like this for you, that that's who your true friends are, yep. and it kind of washed over me, and cleansed me, and I was like, you know what, stop being petty, like, there's too much going on in your life to be petty, about yeah. something stupid like fantasy football getting right. round up and and like seriously like as soon as that was done I was like we cool like <laughs> I didn't even have to say it. I think the look me and him were giving each other were like all right we cool he like, said it was yeah. magical yeah it was it hey, was magical like you know, it seriously things was things are magical yeah. in life it really is I and mean, it just it just cleansed all wounds man I was well, like I was just so happy that everybody else was happy about how it turned out because yeah. I was really questionable if people are going to be mad that we spent the money on that yeah anything, like but. he he I think Corey was a little worried about the money we he they had spent on it and you know I think they were worried plus I think they and I might be talking out of turn and I apologize they might have been worried because you know the wives kind of for some of these guys had to prove this money they were spending and like look if we're spending this money and it's coming out of our like this better be something big and yeah. it was and i think when they saw how big it was and how big the reaction was i think that kind of cooled their my wife too. was on board from day one like she was oh your thrilled. wife was always there. Right. she yeah, was thrilled that i was like able that. to do that yeah but uh yeah, we need to take a, a break and group hug this out now yeah, <laughs> yeah just got I, real I on like us like we do like it was, <laughs> it's, funny. It's, it's it's the healing hour on the happy hour with johnny and deuce <laughs> absolutely that's what i like i said when 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 jimmy the mouth of south jimmy hart got there that's how i felt i was like you know what? All none of this matters, man. We're having fun. This is football. This the stupid thing is supposed to be fun to begin with. That's why we do it. Even yeah. though and we're at each other's throats, throats like so much of the time of the year because of it. You know, but my my it, running line this season is y'all know why I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> he I'm just here English. for a good time. He's like, yeah. I'm just here for a good time. So, so somebody says something. I would say much. that Jimmy. The mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, is is magical, just like Bob Ross and pizza rolls. Yeah, yeah. So, and he and he takes the cake. He's he on does. top. He's, He's the top top, yeah. top yeah. tier. That dude is is money. He's straight money. He's yeah. awesome. And I called him uh, like a few days later after the draft and thanked yeah, him again. He left the draft to go to Hogan's house. Yeah, That's he had to funny. go cut some like video promos with Hogan for something. Yeah, because he stayed way longer. He's like, well, baby, I got to leave about one because I got to go to Hogan's house and cut some promos with him we're like cool cool cool. he didn't leave till like 2 30 
That's and awesome. he finally was like, oh, oh man, like it's getting late. I better probably get over to Hogan's. It sounds hey, like Corey, he had... do you mind write me down directions again? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like he had a lot of fun. And I think oh, that's he, what, oh, he, he did. So yeah, cool. he told us like the whole time he was leaving. He's like, this was the most fun I've had in a while. Like I had a really good time. Thank you for having that's me awesome. and everything. Like humble, nice, sincere. Yeah. Like everything he said was totally from the heart and sincere. Like I never, because sometimes when you meet a celebrity, you kind of got that feeling like they're BSing you a little bit, like right, yeah, you know, right. Never with him, like right. he was totally genuine. That's awesome, and pretty much answered anything you'd ask. Him. That's yeah. awesome. Like, yeah. Well, I think that's really cool because, like, for those who are listening that don't watch, have not watched wrestling, but we we have a pretty good contingency of wrestling fans that oh, listen yeah. to the show. But mouth this mouth of the south, Jimmy Hart is pretty much the quote unquote the arguably. Not, I would say arguably between three of us, but he's the greatest uh, manager of all time and yeah. and wrestling. Uh, great promo guy, great great guy to have on your you know. Yeah, sleeve, I mean, so we speak. just lost Bobby the Brain Heenan, right. and I would definitely say that Bobby Heenan and Mouth of the South Jimmy Hart are like top three, neck and neck, like pretty like pretty close level yeah. there. Absolutely, I mean, if Bobby Brain Heenan. I mean, you know, rest in peace, man. Like we, you know. One Bobby the Brain Heenan was great too. I mean, great he's one com- of your all-time favorites. I, I love him as a he, he's my yeah. favorite heel announcer uh, of all time. I mean, him the stuff he's he's worked with everybody. Yeah. He's worked with he was in WCW and all that doing New that. Japan, but I New Japan, like yeah. he also uh, fantastic work with Gorilla Monsoon. You know, I mean, like it's just awesome. I mean, he he's been everywhere. He's been all over the the scope. And he's also, you know, people might know him in the past as being a manager of Andre the Giant. I mean, he's done, I mean, Paul Orndorff, all kinds of people. Really yeah. great guy. Uh, but, I mean, it's it's awesome that Jimmy Hart, I mean, that's surreal. For those listening that love yeah. Jimmy Hart, that love that, I mean, that's very surreal to hear. It's yeah. like, wow. Mount, the guy you watched growing up as a he's kid. sitting there is in, sitting, the, in the living room. I think that's when the craziest guys. thing yeah. is, like, the surreal moment that you get when you see somebody that you look up to, you know, it's like, wow, this is, like, mind-blowing. Like, and that was what was so surreal about it because, I mean, we've been in events where you shake right. hands with him or we talk to him, but right. he's here for, like, three, four hours. He's hanging out. Long, Not that long, long but um, – A minute. He was there he, he was minute. there longer yeah. than what he anticipated, though, for sure. Yeah. And uh, I think that's actually what he said when he came in behind me, in, like, as my entrance. He uh, – my wife was filming right there in the doorway, and he, like, got right up in her camera – and uh, my brother says, it's the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, everybody, like on the microphone. Mm. And Jimmy says, it's me, baby. I'm really here. <laughs> <laughs> but it, oh, that's man. awesome. Like that sounds like a great story. But, yeah. and people can go, uh, they can go online and uh, if they want to inquire Jimmy Hart. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they can definitely do that as well because it seems like he's a really good guy to talk to yeah. if you want him for your event and, and whatnot. Yeah. So. How do, how's the best? W- I mean, besides the person's cell phone number, which we're not giving out on right. the air. Yeah. What's the best way to get a hold of him on Twitter or uh, email? Twitter, I think. Hold on, let me try to find his sure. info real quick. Just in case you guys want to have him at your event. Um, yeah, and I would definitely recommend it. And also, if he's obviously if he's local, we're not going to say how much right. it was. Right. But it yeah. was very. When I fa- heard what the price was, right. I was like, "That's reasonable. really reasonable." And he told sure. me too. He's like, you know, it's not even about the money. He says, you know, I know y'all re- y'all pulled together this amount, which I think he would have even done it for less. Right. Uh, but that was the amount that I threw at him, and he agreed to do it. Yeah. Right. Um, but he told me it's not about the money even. He just likes to keep up with appearances and, and let people have a good time. Right. Yeah. So if you go to Twitter, 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 it's yeah. at Real Jimmy Hart, H-A-R-T. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then right there at the top of his uh, Twitter, it says Real Mouth of the South Jimmy Hart. 
Uh, for appearances, video promos, email realjimmyhart at gmail.com. There you yeah. go. So definitely send them a line if you yeah. heard us on the episode today. They don't even do like voicemails for like your like your voicemail yeah, message. Yeah, they'll do it all. Like I'm he'll do sure. everything. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm actually surprised nobody at the draft didn't have him do that. Like, yeah. hey, will you do? Will you cut a thing from – Now that you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. We should have. <laughs> we should have. We all should have done hindsight. that. Yeah, hindsight. Yeah, hindsight. Totally. We all should – if he comes back and next year, fingers that's what crossed, we'll yeah. we might have him on the show sometime in the future. I think oh, it's yeah. going to happen. I think it'll happen. Maybe, sure. they, maybe I can have you have him record us one, and we could put it on the soundboard, and we could move it from the soundboard to my phone somehow. That'd well, yeah, he like he's, like Deuce was saying, he said he'll do it after he's got his yeah. beach bar up and running. Sure. to like definitely go to his capacity. beach bar too. Yeah. Go to his beach bar. It's and important. what's cool yeah. about his beach bar is it's like a full on like museum, like a history of yeah, it's wrestling like, yeah, museum. It's like awesome. a hall of fame. Like he's got like tons of memorabilia. Just it like, reminds me a lot like what Hogan's was. It's just you, like that. Did you ever get to go to Hogan's? I never went, yeah. Oh, oh man. Man, you missed it. But when you walked into Hogan's, like the whole front, because it was in a hotel, uh, like lobby, and then there was the restaurant and then like the beach part. But like the whole, like walking into the restaurant was all like his personal memorabilia from right. his own personal collection. For sure. And then he had framed posters like of you know, Thunder in Paradise and stuff he did with Rodman That's and like cool. everything. And then around the top, he had all the championship belts from like. That's awesome. All the, from WCW, WWE, WWF. Like he had them all like surrounding Just the like top. Just like an endless so, amount of toys that you've yeah. never even seen before. That's yeah, awesome. Like there was stuff in that case I didn't even know existed that Hulk That's had done. Amazing. But I talked to him. I know you're trying to wrap this thing up, but I talked to him uh, after the draft and I thanked him again. I told him, you know. I said, funny thing is, is I drafted the best team I've ever drafted. I got a grade A yeah. the, the following day. Jeff got a, a D grade, which <laughs> I don't think has ever happened. Yeah. And uh, and so I said, so mission accomplished, Jimmy. We really appreciate you coming out and heckling Jeff for us. And, uh, and when I talked to him was when everybody in Florida was preparing for Irma. So he, yeah. like, as I'm talking to him, you can hear the boards going up on the windows behind him at yeah. his beach bar and everything, which he documented all that on his Twitter too. Posted like tons of videos of yeah. preparing for the storm. That's cool. And uh, so yeah, I don't know how he fared, but it sound, I think he said that they fared all right after the storm. They got a few things they got to repair, but not too too bad. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I'm definitely gonna I'm going to check him out in October. We're gonna go meet some family over there in Daytona, and then we're all gonna go together as a group like in our our league. Like, Probably beginning of December because I think that either like mid November or end of December because like it's yeah we want to kind of go for the playoffs is kind of what we're thinking but for like, sure even we had people like Eddie who's not in the league and some other people that are like yeah man we're totally gonna go because I mean it just it was awesome That's and awesome. one other cool thing that just happened if you want to check it if like if you're a Jimmy Hart fan or a Hulk Hogan fan if you go to Hogan's Beat Shop in Orlando on yeah. I Drive um, Hogan like what was it like the day before the draft actually unveiled a realistic uh jimmy hart statue like like hulk has like three or four different life size like realistic hulk hogan he's statues. got the, the, the red and yellow he's got the nwo and he's got thunder thunder lips, lips. but they're like the, the real skin kind of feel things That's cool well he had a jimmy hart one made to go in the beach shop in orlando like That's that cool. right there shows how much he appreciates absolutely jimmy hart for and his sure wife and he sells all of his merch there and stuff which He's got really good merch there for Jimmy Hart and for Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's like, awesome. I, I've got. I, I told a Corey. I said here in a little bit. I want to go back up there and maybe we can all make a trip because I want to go get some Hulk Hulkamania tanks because 
uh, his brother, Corey's brother Kyle, went to Key West, and the highlight of the trip was his Hulkamania tank top. Because, like, everybody and their brother stopped and was like, hey, I don't know brother. if it's the highlight of the trip to Key West for him, well, but. Uh, but <laughs> well, the PG highlight we could say yes. on the show was definitely for his sure. tank top. Yeah, and how many awesome. people stopped by? And uh, allegedly, allegedly, Hogan may be opening a beat shop at Key West. It's rumored. Yeah, it's yep. rumored. It's it's out there in the ether. We hope it comes to fruition. Yeah, it's allegedly it, rumored. But yeah. I told Jimmy, I said, it would be perfect location because. My brother just came back from there, like you said, yeah. and had and and my brother, who's not even like a huge wrestling fan yeah. anymore, he just likes tank tops. Yeah. So, yeah. so he wore a Hulkster tank top. He said, "I'm not even Hulk Hogan," and people were stopping me to take pictures with me just because of my my tank top. That's I was awesome. wearing. Yeah. That's really cool. So, so it's I mean, like a whole international market. Yeah, it sure is. Good so. times. Well, brother Corey. I want to thank you for joining us. Well, well thank you for having, having me. I appreciate Johnny it. Deuce. Awesome story. Sounds great. Um, and obviously go to the link the email that he said earlier uh about booking him for uh booking uh jimmy hart mouth the south jimmy hart for an event so definitely at go the there real jimmy hart on the at the real show. jimmy hart yeah, on show the him some love because he'll, he'll definitely uh he'll definitely you know he's up for anything pretty yeah, much it sounds awesome so uh people can follow uh brother Corey at gordo gringo on the Twitter machine. And check out his Grossbusters on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Great, Absolutely. great, great video for show sure. he does. Yeah, if, uh, for, you know, for that, I do, uh, you know, it's not even like a regular thing. I see a, a big comic book movie coming out or something that's kind of geared towards kids that kids might be inclined to go see. You know, I've got kids. Johnny, you've got kids, yep. young kids. And kids might see, like, a Deadpool trailer and say, oh, I want to go see that movie. Well, Deadpool's an obvious one. Kids probably shouldn't go see that. No, Logan was another one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I saw so many parents go into those movies with like ten year olds and and younger that probably I, I'm hoping they walked out embarrassed because yeah. I'm hoping they didn't let them sit through all that. But um, you know, Spider Man, Thor, like whatever the case is, I'll I'll go review the movie and I'll give it like a parental review. To say, you know, I leave it up to the parents. Say, this is, you know, this is what's in it. And I give a breakdown of exactly what to expect in the movie so that you're not caught off guard by it. And then leave it up to the parents if they want their kids to go see it or not. But that's what I do with uh, it's Grossbusters reviews on YouTube. And that's, you just have to search for it. And I, it's the, it's the logo, it's the Ghostbusters logo with, a picture of me as the ghost. <laughs> so like a, a, thumbs up. a bearded, yeah. a bearded fat guy giving a, a thumbs up. Together to, well, not the videos, but like he's gone with me a bunch of times to movies and, and then he'll review them later. But like, it's really good. And like I said, if you're a parent out there with kids and you're like, I don't know about if I should take him or not, go watch the Grossbusters. Man. Absolutely. Corey breaks it down for you. And it's really, really 100%. Great. So thank you so much brother Corey. Thank you again for having me. Awesome. Deuce. How do people find us on the internet? Well, you can find the good brothers. Over at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine. Also, you can hit us up at HH Podcast Show at gmail.com. Don't forget to send us your questions to Buck, the Mega Buck, because we'll be going back to the compound soon and we want as many questions as we can and just put Ask the Buck in the yep, subject line. For sure. Also, you can hit us up at Facebook.com forward slash happy, happy Hour Podcast Show and SoundCloud.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast. Of course, when you're on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags. Hashtag Happy, happy Hour Podcast. Podcast. Hashtag HH Podcast, Podcast Show. And hashtag Deuces, Deuces on, on the, the loose. loose. Later. See ya.